Please leave a message after the tone. You've got seven questions due. Your life is going down the tubes. What do you do? Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Nude Clan After Dark. After questions. I'm your host, Caleb. Also Caleb. And Cameron. And today we didn't have any we don't have any questions. Way to leave us in the dark about your advice needs. Yeah. yeah. Now we are groping us, in the dark. Fucking questions. Yeah, groping in the dark. Not like I was last night. To answer some And not questions. even any fun groping. No, yeah. It's groping without a cause. God, that should be a movie like yeah. Rebel Without a Cause, just groping without <laughs> yeah. a cause. Yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, just like my idea for the transporter. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty good. Yeah. So, uh, give us the uh, kind of the lowdown of how you did. How, did you think it's like the trans the transporter movie, but it's a transporter? Yeah, or is it just like a normal porter who's so also it, trans? It's trans dash porter. Right. So obviously, like I, I don't know the details yet. Like I don't know if I want the the transporter to be like a trans person, or if I want him to like transport trans people. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Because you would expect it to be a trans person, but he's like, no, I only I only deal in people, and he's transporting. Yeah, like I, I, like I don't know if he's like transporting people to like get this, their gender reassignment surgeries or like I don't I don't I don't know what I want this to to like pertain to. Okay, okay, still on the conceptual. Stuff. Yeah, it, it was like I only got the title and I want to build that from there. All right, <laughs> yeah, excited dude. to see where that goes. Yeah, yeah I want to see a script. Let's see, <laughs> like, uh, is it like to tra- Yeah, I guess you could transport them to sexual reassignment that could be your transporting yeah um or you're saving them so like or you have like an yeah evil. i mean like, it could also just be like him saving them just like he does in the transporter movies where he like yeah. kills people to try to get back the people he's transporting so so it yeah. could be like they're being kidnapped by this crazy transgender religion right and they're like trying to put or anti-trans transgender religion yeah yeah so they're being rescued from it so they're being transported yeah. from one place to another by this they're being translated uh, <laughs> i almost made a joke which probably wouldn't have gone over well no tell us i was like so you mean christianity yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> yeah it's uh, yeah the movie yeah i don't know i could do that uh it's perfect yeah so uh yeah get work on that script <laughs> all right so i mean if we don't have questions usually we just bitch about stuff that we so what is there to complain about in the world right now well, i don't know what to complain about right now but i do have a, a reminder that we probably should have remembered like a month ago <laughs> uh, for it. our new clan awards Oh, yeah, probably. Yeah. So, guys, uh, this is going to be like the second reminder because this comes out on Wednesday. Um, 
fucking go back, listen to all our our episodes from this year, and give us the the timestamps if you can of the funniest moments uh, that you enjoyed the most, yeah. worst moments, like whatever else, uh, and get your nominations ready. Yeah, or just favorite episodes. That would yeah, work too. Because uh, um, we want to get that going for our, our new Glenn Awards um, in the beginning of the next year or so, which is coming up pretty fucking fast, and we probably should have remembered this forever ago. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. But yeah. So think about that. Yeah, think about it. And just, yeah. Think about it hard. Just think about it, and just to let us know you thought about it. Yeah, yeah, that's that's all. Yeah, don't even tell us anything. Just tell us that you thought about it. Thought about doing it. Yeah, sounds about right. So, all right. So, what what big events have happened? Um, I was just looking through just to see if there's anything that struck a chord with me, but I still need to think about it. Still uh, need to think about it. The UK. I think they reelected their prime minister, right? The same guy. Did they? I don't know. I uh, I saw a video of the of the Labor Party guy, and he had a he had a video where he he said like Hi, I'm blah 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 of the Labor Party, and then he said his pronouns are he him, and I was like, Oh, ah, see that's how you lose, you know? <laughs> like, one of those, yeah, yeah, one of those people. So, God, so fucking prone. Did Boris people. Johnson get reelected then? Yeah, yeah, huh. Yeah, Boris Johnson. Thought, uh, he won he by a lot. I thought he wasn't too popular. Well, see, that's the internet problem, is that we see things coming from retarded young people, and we don't actually see the truth. Huh. So, and it's funny seeing people like, there's like one guy who had like a 20-page long like reasoning behind what he did, and he was basically basing everything off of his small... Uh, he put a lot of time into like supporting the other guy, right? But a small amount of um, exposure to the candidates, and he basically said that all, everyone that was for Boris was rude and like short, and all the younger people were super positive. But see, the thing about that is, is I think people become more conservative as they get older. So it doesn't really matter that the young people of today would have gone with the Labor Party guy because they're not going to be the young people in twenty years. You know what I mean? Right. At least that's how it seems to me, how it works. Because I don't know about you, but I've felt like I've become slightly more, you know, that way as I've gotten older. I don't know. I uh, Not that I'm completely not open to any any sort of new ideas. It's just I like the ideas that we have now. I see that they've worked for 200 plus years. Well, we should uh, start a political debate uh, podcast, but... I was more conservative as a young person just because that's the household I grew up in. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would say I don't know where I stand because um, I like certain things on both sides. I think there are certain issues that are not being addressed that should be addressed. Um, that goes against the conservative you know, party and kind of what they're doing. But yeah, I have certain ideas of I think I'm more I don't know. I don't want to say I'm I'm libertarian leaning. I don't want to say I'm liberal, and I'm definitely not conservative. Um, I'll have to investigate more, more introspection. Yeah, I think I'm more, way more libertarian. But yeah, even then, there's some stuff that they do that's really stupid. So that's why I think it's dumb. I mean, to, there's stupid, there's stupidity in every. It's dumb level. to box yourself in in American politics, and it's, and I hate it 
how it is right now where it's you know the red team versus the blue team um and that my team can't do any wrong type of idea that's going on i just want more introspection on both sides of the fucking aisle i just want the green team at well green team's a joke that's where the green team's at it's jill stein it's green party did you just pull fucking green out of your ass and think it was a real thing no, uh, well, I mean, I was thinking about Pokemon because you know, uh, <laughs> Pokemon Red, Pokemon Blue. Oh, they asked and, if and I'm going to wear the other one t- is green. I guess the other one would be yellow too. So there's there's two more parties, guys. There's fucking there's a uh, the yellow Sword, is Pikachu. the libertarian color. Is, is it really? It? Yeah, Pikachu. I thought it was white. No, it's like yellow. I don't know. I, I agree with you, Cameron. And it's funny because, like, sometimes they're both wrong. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, I, I've, I've listened to a couple of really good podcasts on, like, actually solving problems and, like, what we get for what we spend. Right. And there's stuff that we can do that's way more beneficial than what we're doing now. Yeah. Oh, fuck the turbine. I mean, I there's, to bring it there's always more. Um, there's always something that we could be doing. Yeah. That's more effective. It's just, when it, you know, whenever a great idea comes up, um, it's hard to get people and funding behind it. And sometimes, I don't know, I, I, I do agree that trying to affect change that seems to, you know, that is ineffective in the long run is a bad idea. And I don't like change for change's sake. Yeah. But I do want to see progress. I do want to see certain issues tackled and well, moving forward. Well, I mean, if you look at the, there has been a lot of progress on the world stage, like worldwide, there's been a ton of progress. Like, abject poverty is super low. Like, mortality rates are super low compared to what they used to be. Mm-hmm. And that's why I think it's funny that we have people that want to uproot the entire American system and blame everything on, you know, the capitalistic society when, like, we're better now than we've ever been in the history of mankind, period. Right. Um, and so it's like, it's because the, of those The things. fear is, you know, what's going to happen tomorrow and what are we doing to future-proof kind of what we're doing. Like, I do think global warming's happening and that we have an effect of it. Would have happened without us? I think it would have, you know... we, well, we see can see that it's happened without us. Right. Yeah. Um, but it's just, you know, we don't have that much data. And I do believe the world will keep going on without us as well. Yeah. Um, so we're just affecting... Yeah how we live in the world and how it is in its current state. And yeah. I believe that changes do need to be made, but our society is so built around, you know, the infrastructure we have now, it'd be ludicrous to go in and try to, you know, completely change how the world works. I do believe smaller steps towards um, making changes is necessary, but having a way to market it to the people who have the money to make those changes is also important because that's what we have right now. And so I feel like technologies where we can help control the greenhouse gases that are being released and to capture carbon as well and find a way to market and sell it is probably one of the better ways to move forward rather than asking to switch to green energy immediately. Yeah. Like I feel like I like I would love to see, you know, tons of solar panels and stuff like that all over the place to collect as much free energy as possible i do think that's a that would be beneficial but i don't think it's gonna until like electric uh car technology and stuff like that gets better that's we're not going to see a huge change in that regard yeah and then also you have to realize like i live in provo so the more electricity i use the more coal is yeah, burned because it's that's and coal exactly is, what I was gonna say. is pretty clean 
compared to a lot of ways. I I mean, mean, if we weren't such pussies and we would just use nuclear, I we mean, wouldn't have a yeah. fucking problem. But everyone's scared everyone's about afraid. Nuclear. Yeah, because um, they're I mean, fucking weak. I mean, Utah has where we you know buried lots of nuclear waste anyway. Yeah, but also so you have it, to think about it, yeah. all the change, all the dangers that can happen with nuclear nuclear energy and what has happened. Um, I don't know if Utah is a great place it's, to have a nuclear power. It's plant. It's the difference between flying oh, no, we could, and we could put it like out in the salt flats and shit. It's the difference between flying no, and, not, and driving. It's salt driving. flats. I wouldn't do because there's still a, it's still lake bed. There's still. Um, still water, groundwater. I have to go check to see if there's tons of groundwater. But I'm talking about Utah being a huge, you know, like you know, the big earthquake is going to come at some point. And from what we've That's discovered, true. nuclear power plants and earthquakes usually don't go hand in hand very yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. Unless they do something to, you know, design something that's safer. But I do like nuclear energy. That's right. Only true hogs can handle nuclear power. <laughs> uh, it, that would fix a lot. And then it's it's tough because then you have to, you know, you have to consider the benefits versus the costs. Like, I, it I takes mean, a lot of bullshit to yeah. make those panels. Like, a lot of... I mean, yeah, I mean... Bad things. So, like, I don't know is, if it's worth it. I, it. It probably is, or else they wouldn't push it. Um, but about clean coal, you're still fucking burning stuff. And then, yeah, you can do what you can do to capture as much of the pollution before it leaves, you know, the, yeah. the stacks. Well, we're burning but, stuff, but we have to realize that we have more... We have, like, I think North America now, it has more trees now than it did, like, 100 years ago. So, like, we're doing a lot of good stuff. There's a lot of things that are being done to... The thing about yeah. to fix some of these things, but I think everyone just focuses, and it's just weird because if you look at history, it's always this, there's always these doomsday or like apocalypse criers, and there's a lot of them. You know, we had Y two K, that was a huge thing. There were like a there's a significant amount of the population that thought the world was going to come crashing down because of the switch between 1999 and 2000. Right. Like that's the same exact just, thing that we're seeing over mm, and over. That's and over. a little bit different, just because. Uh, Y2K would have been like it's our own imagined infrastructure that we thought could be failing versus our actual planet failing it, yeah. to, to, to support us type of thing. And the thing about planting trees, it's great. Like um, more trees to plant, the better. You know, the more oxygen we're pulling out. But the real thing about runaway global warming is if our ice caps do retreat much further, um, our ice caps reflect a lot of sun energy back out into space, and the less of that we have, and the more trees the more land mass that can absorb heat the more heat remains which yeah. then in turn you know increases the heat and then which in turn the, melts more and yeah. then the one of the unknowns is how much co2 and how much gases are trapped in what is called permafrost and if that starts to melt um how much of that gas that's trapped there is going to be re-released yeah, so it could increase, and more so that's and more. what it, that's what they talk about. Runaway global warming is more and more gases are being released, which in turn melt more, which in turn retains more heat. Yeah, and that's the thing, and that's why I feel like carbon ca- uh, capture technology is probably our best bet. Yeah, I do want to go to green energy. I I loved the oh um, man, I loved the video I saw of like the Swedes or someone was like, we just would they like what they would capture the <laughs> they would capture the the, the smoke like the the CO two in water and then they were like yep we got it and i was like well where are you gonna put the fucking water now yeah it's like that's not a fucking viable solution you fucking idiot you have to pour it back in the fucking (laughs) earth and then it's in the earth water is a great way to water does absorb a ton of co2 but there's a limit to how much you can and we're discovering that our oceans are not quite at that limit but they could be approaching that soon where there's no more room for it to 
capture CO2. And so the only way that I feel like CO2 capture would be feasible in the long run is I've seen one technology where they're capturing it to then convert it into fuel, which they can in turn sell and then just keep recapturing that same CO2 emissions. Yeah, I and it doesn't, like, it won't capture everything, right? Because no. there's no perpetual motion machine that's well, a lot. Well, no, it's, it's, not, it's not like perpetual motion. There's, there's energy being used in capturing. Yeah, That's yeah. where your energy is being used. So it's, it's a way but to... But as long as... And it's just capture, like solar. It's not that the solar panels aren't... Because they are disgusting and they, the places they create them are like terrible. But if they oh, could do any, more any good sort of, overall than they any can, sort of tech, you know, any sort of tech that you have, the process of making it is, you know, usually not too great for the earth. We extracting those yeah. rare earth materials and yeah. stuff like that. That's the part where um, creating technology is also bad. But yeah, it's but kind is, of a catch twenty two. If it, the technology to yeah, be if it does more good than bad, then we mm. do it. That's that's the end. That's the end all be all. That's why nuclear is so obvious to me. Is it does more good than bad? It fails for catastrophically when it fails. <laughs> But it's this difference between traveling by car or by plane. We travel by car, it's way more dangerous. But when you travel by plane and a problem happens, you're dead. You know, like yeah. that's the nuclear thing. It's, it's when something goes wrong, a lot of people die and you can't go into the area without getting fucking radiation sickness for years and years to come. I mean, I do, I do like nuclear, but it's just we live on a planet that's, you know... It's very volatile. Very yeah. volatile, plate tectonics, you know, disasters happen, and I just feel like the technology has and can be improved. Yeah. Um, I just, I think we're, I think we underestimate our ability to survive, too. Well, true. That's because kind of we, where we're at today. We had a lot of problems where we, everyone thought we were going to starve to death by, like, 2000-something. I, I do think that for more food now. all this global warming... Um, you know, if we do, if, you know, the planet's not going to become so scorching hot that humans can exist. In certain areas of the planet, it'll be dangerous for humans to stay outside for a, lo- yeah. you know, m- you know, a large amount of time. Yeah, and we're talking worst but case scenario, everything's true, but it's worse than we could have ever imagined. But what the biggest thing is that's going to happen is the humanity, you know, humanitarian issue, the human displacement um, that would happen from it, where people have to migrate from the areas that are not no longer hospitable. I mean, if the ocean levels do rise, like a lot of the major cities in most countries are next to the ocean because that's our, that's where you get food from that's trade routes and stuff yeah, like that yeah. so population centers are built right on the coast and certain of those centers you know unless you know they're like Denmark and build these huge um, levees to keep you know the water back yeah which we won't do because we should have done that in uh in New Orleans, but we didn't because we're fucking retards. Yeah, all of, everything that happened in New Orleans, by the way, guys, they knew it was going to happen eventually. The city just they just lost the money, basically. They spent way too much money doing half of the work, and they didn't yeah. get it done. And Denmark, like you said, Denmark is ready for that kind of stuff. And they sp- Well, the whole reason that why they did that is because they created thousands of acres of arable land by doing it. Yeah. And so yeah. that's why Denmark's kind of like the breadbasket of Europe. They just grow all sorts of shit out of that fertile soil that they've created. Yeah. It, but then they too are, you know, they have the technology to keep back, you know, the water rise. But if that fails, so much of that land would be flooded. Again. Yeah. And it'd be ruined for, um, yeah. and so it's just, you know, certain richer countries who have the ability to do it, they can keep, you know, their certain population centers safe. Um, but it's just the humanitarian crisis of people having to migrate to more livable areas. And we all know what people are like when refugees start happening. Um, yeah, for good reason. I mean, if you think about, like, if you're French and you pay, you know, well, if you, if you live in one of those socialist con- countries and you've accepted the fact that, hey, my taxes are super high, 
but I get these great benefits, so whatever, I'll stay here. Mm-hmm. And then suddenly you get, you know, 5,000 refugees that then get the same exact benefits as you, but put nothing into it. I can see why you would hate. Right. Why you would have this sort of resentment I towards mean, yeah, those people. It's, you and that's why live in an area and that's and it's, being... it's so funny to hear these morons bitch about the U.S.'s approach to that, and we're nowhere near as toxic as Europe. Europe fucking hates these refugees. They A lot of them can't stand it. And it's this very reason. It's, well... Okay, we were already brought up on the idea that it's okay to spend this much money yeah. on on taxes because we get these benefits, but then we have like, these guys come in and they don't do anything. I feel for like it. the U.S. gets more hate just because we have more press coverage on stuff. We do. Yeah. I mean, it's not like the the situation of what we're putting these people through is ideal at all. No, uh, no. but it's definitely not a problem. That I feel is isolated just the U.S. It's just the U.S. is oftentimes the villain on the world stage. Yeah, it's so funny like too because like a lot of the people from the U.S. they're like, oh, you know. Our immigration is so bad. It's but like it's saying, the easiest to get in here than it is anywhere ex- else in the world. Excusing the U.S. No, yeah, no, I'm not either. I'm just saying. I like, hate the argument. Well, you can't, you know, call me out on it because you're doing it too. I hate that fucking argument. You know. No, see, it makes sense to a certain degree. It's just when you have that much humanity and you have a, you know, your own country and you have an influx of people who need help, it's going to, you know, affect the economy in a certain way. I mean, I want to help people. That's kind of what I want to do. Like, I want to be, you know, in a position where we can help refugees and help people like that. Um, but I just, I, as a person, haven't researched enough and I don't feel like there's any one solution out there I can, you know, put yeah. myself behind. And I don't know enough. I don't know what the correct action is. I just want to affect change that helps Yeah, people. and here's where, here's where, uh, so I've been listening to a lot of, uh, of Jordan Peterson, right? And he's, his biggest thing is work on yourself and then you work on everything else. And I think that's kind of the only way to go forward. And I see a lot of these people that want... So would you advocate for more of an isolation type? No, of- no, no, no. I would say you fix your problems first, and then you can fix the world's problems. Well, I always thought, I mean... That's not that's not being an isolationist. That's, that's, that's recognizing the fact that you aren't capable of making large-scale change if you're not capable of making small-scale change. I mean, correct. And I, I feel like I... I'm the same way with that. I mean, I'm not saying we need to cut back on certain things, but this is the amount of money that goes missing in our military budget. Alone. Yeah, yeah. Um, I just feel like if we, we you know, did better about that, maybe not spend as much on military for other areas so we can make America, you know, kind of the center of what it should be, you know, with all this wealth, and then we can develop and fix our issues. And then once your issues are fixed, you're more able to exactly, assist yeah. everyone else. And, and I then, agree with that. And that's, that's the, and that's why I can't get behind some of these, uh, and the, the, the whole, the core of this, of the belief that he has, and I think it's the right belief. And I, and the, the reason why I've been able to justify it as not like an ideology, you know, is because it's not centered around taking from someone else and giving to others. It's centered around you making yourself better. Yeah. And then you giving to others. See, the, the thing that I hate, that I hate about, especially the, the, the Democratic Party now, is they're so fucking far left, it seems, that it's crazy. And like, it's all whole, about, the know, whole point is, oh, let's take from culture and, you know, being, you know, when you're an extreme to one way, you get more coverage. Yeah. And yeah. the more coverage you get, the more likely you get. And I know, elected. I know not everyone is that extreme. And that's why Trump was, is president is because some of those people voted for him because he was that extreme well he's not really that extreme no well to the right he was he no he be, really wasn't uh if you look I mean, at i the, agree that he hasn't been a huge you know 
Republican or a person swayed far to the right his whole life. I don't think he was in the, the yeah, primaries either. I think either. he was just, yeah. I think he was the most middle ground person in the end, except for Kasich, but Kasich was too snivelly or something. He wasn't ballsy enough to win. I mean, when Trump got elected, like, I, like, I'm like, I didn't vote for him, but like, when he got elected, I didn't feel like he was going to be a bad choice at no. that time. I was just like, wow. I, feel, I felt like well, he was an asshole for sure. Um, but he was like someone who wasn't a career politician getting in. And, but it's just, you know, over time, his choices and kind of the way he comes across. I mean, it's either an elaborate act or I don't know. Again, I just, and I think that's why I he need got more elected, substantial though. evidence before I throw out my, is because no, he could definitely got elected because he seemed like an outsider coming into and and here's things. the problem right now is there's Wall Street Democrats that say they won't vote for Elizabeth Warren because she's all about restructuring and they they would get destroyed by that yeah and so like you're here's the problem though is the idea of working to build yourself up it's 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 against everything that those people are for it's against everything that Bernie Sanders stands for. And that's why I've started to really resent Bernie Sanders because he's not saying make yourself better and then and then do good, you know, as a result of that. He's saying take from these people that have done you wrong. And I don't think anything good comes out of that as far as society goes. I think mm-hmm. the the strength in society is the strength in the individual, right? And by building yourself up and by saying no, you can become more than what you are and maybe giving them more opportunities and, and, and things like that. And, but like it's, it's the idea of getting yourself in order, getting things around you in order, and then you have the ability to, I don't know, donate to these causes. Like that's, cause like, I don't know about you, but I try to do a good amount of charity throughout yeah. the year. And, yeah. And you don't talk about it because talking about it just makes you an asshole. I mean, again, it just, but, I know. But like, that's the thing is we, we, it's either, it's either we accept as a society that no one is responsible enough to do the right thing. And we take from everyone who has the most to do the right thing on a, in a government Some of those people who sector. do have the most are huge givers too. Like, yeah, look at Bill Gates. Bill Gates like, is what the, the prime fuck? example of what he can do. And you know, if we're going to take the oh billions from the billionaires. I got in a, an argument with somebody to, online who was like, well... But what if Bill Gates didn't do it? And I was like, well, yeah, but that's a theoretical reality. But he the, is but, doing but, it. Like, that, I mean, I guess, what if? I mean, that's like, true. Well, fucking even what Elon if Musk gave away stuff, too. Like, you know, he, Elon Musk is running a company where he's, or he has been to where he was losing money for so long. Look at George, and or look barely, at George Lucas. He barely donated like a million dollars to that fucking like A million dollars is, is nothing to him, but so much to well, Yeah, but that's else. that's another stupid mentality. I thought that someone was bitching about the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, right? The Mormon church yeah donating like 10 million dollars you're like oh that's a that's a penny to them and it's like well how much have you donated it's like have you did you donate a penny last year it's no like, well then shut they up they do that like all the time though yeah it's like <laughs> and that's the thing is that these people these socialist fucks and there but are then you have you know other super rich people who sit on a hoard do, but yeah. then but but they lose the they hoard donate, they donate it or do something with it you know most family on, but... most family fortunes they only last like two or two or three generations i've heard uh, so the one percent is real, but it's always moving. It's never. It's not always the same people. And then well, even if it course, is, but, like Rockefeller was the richest person ever, 
but we live better now if you make 30 grand in America than he did. So it doesn't fucking make a whole lot of difference overall because they were just wasn't I mean, the 30 technology. 30 grand back at his time was a lot more money than it is now. Well, he was he was <laughs> rich though. He was oh, uh, yeah, he was the, He was rich by uh, today's yeah. standards, but yeah. there just wasn't enough to enjoy the money. The, if you ever want to, you know, you know, go into that and study that whole Rockefeller and that whole, you know, he sold his stuff before the car, and he sold it for that much money before the automobile. Um, if he would have waited, but then oh the, my God. The whole Rockefeller <laughs> slash all those mega corporations that started up during that time, that's the reason why we had monopoly laws that came into effect. Yeah, oh yeah. But the, in turn, ended up helping them make more money, which it is kind of funny. <laughs> Yeah, and the monopoly laws are great. Like, it's good to have. And so, some I mean, restraint. if the monopoly laws are great, how do you feel about Google being threatened to be broken up and See, Facebook being threatened to be broken? I up? disagree with that. But I, I also threatened to be broken because, because they own so much of the internet. Scene. They own a lot of the internet, so. and they they skew it liberal is the problem. And even the liberals. It's not just they skew it liberal. It's just, it's just like you know when Google you know owns you know this huge search engine, but they also the ABC company has tons of different you know investments and everything. But really, the thing is, they control a lot of the ad space on the internet. Yeah, and they, they and the idea here's what bothers me about the idea that we need to break those up is that you're basically putting America into a box that says everyone here votes based on what they see, and that's it. Yeah, and I think that's fucking pathetic. And it's, again, it's another hand-holding tactic by these fucking people that never grew up all the way, these Elizabeth Warren, Bernie Sanders types that always look to other people for their problems instead of accepting that, hey, maybe, you know, maybe I'm part of the issue, even though they're both, you know, super rich right. millionaires. But uh, it's, it's the problem with, with that idea to me, and I see the, I see the value in it, and that's why I'm, I'm not super libertarian on this because I can see why you would want to do that. And I can I can see the argument being pretty solid for wanting to do it because you have situations like uh, what happened to um, Tulsi Gabbard, right? right? She's the she's the one that the liberals the far left hates because she's she's actually pretty reasonable, and I think that's the reason why they hate her. That and she doesn't. Uh, oh, I can't remember what the big the other big reason was, but she she's pretty pretty centered uh left right and she what happened is she had her campaign had an ad and they paid a bunch of money for google i think it was youtube or someone after because after one of the debates i think it was the second debate she was the most tweeted about person she was the most looked up person online in those polls and so she wanted to run a really big ad to kind of surge the support for her and right. the idea and then suddenly her account was suspended for like a couple days and then, like when it, when it came back on, she was no longer the most searched person. And it was it was her thing was that Google was suppressing her ability to advertise. I mean, yeah. And it's hard because on one hand, Google how do you prove it, and then how do you you know stop it? I mean, cause well, Google because Google private. built this thing. It's yeah. like it's like complaining about Facebook ads. It's like well. The Facebook, you're like, well, why is it on my Facebook? And it's like, well, what do you mean your Facebook? Did you fucking code the site? Do you have the server running your page? Yeah. No? Well, then shut the fuck up. It's, uh, <laughs> I don't know if your Alexa like that. No, probably not. <laughs> she probably loves hearing me bitch about Google, though, because it's uh, Amazon, right? <laughs> Love you, Amazon. Um, Google, though. Fuck Google, right, Alexa? Was it saying <laughs> she something just a on. second? Hey Google, I I or something. hey uh, Alexa, how do you feel about Google? It's ignoring you now. Alexa, how do you feel about Google? Google's a search engine, but I'm 
Okay. <laughs> she doesn't. Why does it, why don't they have some like cunty response for that? Because <laughs> it's, it's like, a very politi- political answer. Yeah, you know. I mean, they're, they're, they're stealing your data, but I mean, if if they're threatening to break Google up, I think is Amazon like it, once a precedent is set. Yeah, 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 and it's that's what I don't like because I don't like the idea that oh well, you've become too successful for us to handle. Well, it's just you know the and then, government was is supposed to, like the idea of our capitalism. Um, the government was supposed to protect you know the people against companies becoming too powerful type of type of idea, right? And but that the was whole, one of the the you know the anti monopoly thing was the reason behind it. Like, yeah. is it being used correctly? I don't know. Dude, if I don't they're gonna go know. after any company, they should be going after fucking Disney. Disney owns like ninety percent of fucking entertainment now. Like, yeah. Holy yeah. fucking shit. Well, you also have to look at like Amazon. So people like love to give Amazon shit, and there's reasons to give Amazon shit for sure. Yeah. But like. They're like, oh, well, Amazon paid no federal taxes. It's like, yes, because they added 200,000 jobs in like a year. That's why they didn't pay federal taxes. And that's based on the idea that the government knows, they know this, that the private sector is better at spending money than they ever could be ever. And we can see that with these ridiculous government contracts that come into play. The idea of like the $80 toilet seat or a $200 toilet seat, like... It's it's this it's this idea a within hundred dollar toilet. Yeah, people, no, it's people it's, like fucking charge the government. Yeah, the and they for pay it stuff, and the government just fucking pays it because that's, part, we're that's part of the reason why the military budget's fucked it too. And just yeah, million like it's no wait. The government is paying two hundred dollars for a fucking toilet. Well, just seat? go look at some of the stupid contracts that the government. Yeah, pays we for. we pay out the ass, and that's like, why it's so, so ridiculous. It's, 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 it's basically they go, all right, who can give us you know like the best bid on this project, and then so they'll get like dollar amount offers and they'll just go okay i like that one and then they'll go with it without really itemized exactly but we were that's and that's why that's why the government gives you money back for if you ever seen like a padded health care bill because of insurance is the same type of idea yeah it's like 40 dollar aspirins that's that's exactly what happens on it with everything in the government that's why that's why the government says if you donate to a charity you can write it off of your taxes because that's them acknowledging that you are better at spending your money charitably than they ever could be and that's the whole problem with these fucking liberal fucks that want that want the government to take care of them it's like they can't take care of themselves and so the the whole because they just spend money so stupidly you know what i mean like and then and then they have this idea this the audacity to say like oh well let's just spend the money that we're spending on the war to help the people out it's like we don't have the money like what there is no money to be spent it's like yeah it shouldn't be spent on the combat i, I mean, agree with keep, you keep watching the debt clock but climb. there is no money if we we can't take the no money that we're using for this thing and then use it on another thing it's like that's just what, what that's the most abstract bullshit idea i've ever fucking heard i know it's like, it's where, like where's Jesus the money Christ. coming from like how, it's are coming we, from nowhere exactly the, the debt clock keeps climbing but and then it basically it's just like we'll have countries buy portions of debt which is why people say china owns a lot of america because they purchased a whole bunch of the debt yeah but it's just like the debt like they're purchasing the debt but where is the debt coming from in the first place are we just borrowing against ourselves that's how it feels it's just this imaginary number that keeps climbing and that just kind of and it's it's going to be an issue it's it's not worth anything anymore basically it's that's just like we're just fracturing the dollar amount more and more in, yeah. with inflation and it's just not, so we can get more dollars and um, and both there. parties do it i mean the debt's I'm, risen course, extremely yeah. under trump of course, right? oh yeah it's 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 not just trump though it's been 
every single office the debt just yeah. keeps climbing and after, the par- part of that after the clinton era yeah, the, yeah. The, the, you know it started with bush you know because we just needed the money for the wars and stuff going on um and it's just been climbing since and the then. and the cut cutting of uh riches the rich richest taxes which yeah. is an understandable thing but when you cut that you have to cut your expenses expenditures as well but we haven't no we because haven't. because it's it's the the prerogative of each office you say hey we're to cut the national debt but then you get an office and there's issues you feel like you can't ignore which yeah. in turn needs funding to you know to to do so this keep kicking in the can same things happen with the patriot act obama yeah. was very much against the patriot act and when he got in he was like well it's pretty nice, actually. So they kept it, and then Trump, same thing. He kept it, and like it's just keep kicking it down the road. Where the Patriot Act was supposed to be something that died after the terrorist threat, but oh look, there's still terrorist threat. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> just it's it's such an abstract term that you could just put anything into it. And it's like, oh, there it is. We got to keep it. It's so fucking stupid. Yeah, and, and then uh, one dude I listened to, um, he doesn't do too many political stu- statements anymore, but. He he's like you know legislating under the influence is what he called it, um, where there's this huge you know thing that happened and people are going to pass legislation that no still what, affects yeah. us so far down the yeah. road that there should have been like you know a legislating under the influence thing. You know if you make laws that are passed under a certain time frame, that it has to like has to have an endpoint, hard endpoint that uh, where that part that was legislated to counteract something either goes away or has an intense review that you can't just keep kicking it down the road because now you set something that has such a far-reaching effect from something that happened so long ago. There's that, and then also, no thoughts from Craig, yeah. This is beyond Craig's sphere of... uh... I just don't like our podcast turning into a political cast. Well, it's not. It's not what it is. It's not. Well, After and Dark is stop. different, though. But when Schweiss said, after what do you have? After Dark is about, you, you know, you're bitching about stuff, and you're not even bitching about stuff. I was we're just talking about, about, we're bitching about our, yeah, our fucking d- politics and government right now. Uh, yeah, we're bitching about, tr- Schweiss and I. You're into a politics cast. That's not I, what I, it is. Schweiss and I have differing views on politics, and we sit down at the table and discuss it like gentlemen. Yeah. And yeah. then we, get the, see, that's another thing I hate about People are just so uninformed about politics and what's going on, and they just hold to their fucking side of the of fucking yeah, aisle, yeah. and they are afraid, to, and they just, you know, they will spout out their arguments and their rhetoric, and they're afraid to hear other people's ideas, but that's what it's all about. People get together, and are, that's why we have a government at all. That's why we had different parties, is because people have different ideas, and an idea can't be shaped into something effective unless it faces some argument against it, because people can see where you're blind. And yeah. they can pull, poke holes in your idea. Yeah. And if you don't have that, if you don't have that at all, you're just going to be fucking stagnant. You're not going to get anything fucking done. Yeah, that's like kind of the whole reason that the, I mean, the founding fathers didn't want it to turn it to, to a two party system, system it, which it fucking turned into. It's hilarious. Party, and a two party system is just a ticking time bomb into another civil war, and that's like literally all it is. Yeah. Because I mean, we, it's, it's literally going to turn into red versus it, it, blue. And I'm seeing, like, I don't know if it's just, you know, sensationalist stuff I see, but it's kind of turning into that That's in certain areas already, especially when it comes into the, 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 you know, people who really want to keep their right to own firearms. 
and the, to a point where even in Virginia, I don't. I'm just. I'm just saying what I what I read. I don't know what it's really going to turn into. But basically, Virginia has is passing so like much stricter um, gun control laws, and there's like a bunch of counties in Virginia that goes that the, the the officer said, "Hey, we believe this is infringing on the rights of the people, and, we're not and so we're not going to enforce it, yeah. it in our counties." And then the governor's like, "Well, if you're not going to enforce it, you're not doing your job, so we might have to get the National Guard involved." And the National Guard uh, responded with, "Hey, we're not going to really speculate, but you know, <laughs> using the National Guard is something he has the right to do to enforce the law." And so, basically, who knows what's going to happen? Yeah, it could you, just be people, you know, voicing their opinions on stuff. And with the National Guard, you run into the idea that not everyone's going to play ball, and just like with the federal government, not everybody plays ball. Like, and so you're already seeing divisions like that happening. That you know, I've you know talked to lots of like extremely like pro gun owning, you know. Yeah. extremely pro-gun people that are like very adamant that they're going to keep their guns no matter what so yeah and who knows if it's just going to devolve into like you know well and see here's the here's the problem like that. that i have with the with that whole debate and with most debates like we go after the least the easiest thing you know like we don't go after the the what actually builds and goes into creating these mass shootings or these mass incidents right. we go after whatever's used to do them and that that's what we claim is the the problem and it's like well it's not a problem like it, you you can't lay it at the feet of something that's truly inanimate i don't think that's a very lo- logical yeah. statement because it's it's really it's just an under you're you're not deep enough you're not the problem is not big enough in your mind the problem is way worse than what you are attributing uh, it to be yeah. and so yeah. i think it's I mean, just a it's, week it's the same with like mass bombings they don't go after like the the person yeah like they don't go after china for creating whatever causes the bombings like why don't like oh well it was terrorism what we should go after china for creating gunpowder like why don't we go after china every time it's because it's stupid (laughs) what i hate is the the, the, the two-party political system bats their shit is used in gunpowder guano and the idea that if you vote you know not you know one party or the other you're wasting your vote yeah um i hate that so that's trash yeah and um and i hate that oh man the dumbest one i ever saw was a vote the, for a third party, party is a vote for the opposition God, and i was like it. are you eating your own ass what fucking like, opposition <laughs> yeah i was like I, what it, i'm it, voting for the person who says really what I all feel. that he's saying at that point is if you don't vote for who i want to vote for well you're voting for someone else it's like no shit no, what the fuck? If you vote third party, you're voting for the opposition. It's like, what do you? And what do you what even I hate say? Is the, 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 what the this fuck two does that party mean? system has turned into so, two parties that are perceived to be <laughs> polar opposites, and you could grade them on a scale of how much to the center or more towards one party they lean. I yeah, fucking yeah. hate that, um, and that's part of the issue. And the part of the, and the, and the like, how our people, you know, we just, you know, as a people, we lean more democratically or more, you know, more towards the republican party yeah yeah and it's just this just and that should be I, fine and you shouldn't and and here's the thing you shouldn't be able to have a conversation with somebody that sounds like any other conversation you'd have with anyone from that group like that's when it becomes like a you're almost possessed by this idea it's and it's, it's you can stupid. see it all the time like yeah, even like, on both sides like like stuff with some of our family members online it's like you're not talking fuck. to a person you're talking to an idea and yeah. it, they're just like and it's not even like you're talking to it's like it's not their version of the idea it's just the idea and that is fact and it's like well that's yeah, not very and, and i mean yeah, the point in fact is my mom and it's not even like you're talking to someone who 
yeah, this person spouting this idea, but it feels like you're talking to someone who doesn't have an opinion of their exactly, own. Exactly. They're just yeah. parroting what they heard their friends say they, and in yeah. the, what they hear the people say. And then it's like they're saying stuff about other people who are across the aisle. That's like, why would you ever fucking say that about a person? And it's just because they're now vilifying the other side. And it's happening it's on both sides of the party. Yeah. and it's people, people are sheep. And people need yeah. the adversarial like uh, motif, right? Anyways. But it's not. It's a problem when it's not yours. It's a group's, and it's stupid. Anyways, it's so fucking. I'm starting stupid. to believe in the idea that people desire to be ruled, and that we should have a king, and it should be me. <laughs> Didn't Nancy Pelosi just say in her impeachment articles that uh, the whole constitution was meant against you know a president king type of thing? Just more. I mean, it, it might have been made against just, it, but you know both what? Sides of it's stupid. People are so fucking dumb that they desire to have somebody tell them exactly what to do, which is what exactly about, what's happening. And uh, I feel like I do would do a better about, job uh, of Im- telling them what to do. Imposing term limits on Congress. I mean, that should definitely be a thing. Uh, that's tough, though. What do you think? That's tough because their whole thing is people need experience to do that job correctly. Yeah, that's that's that's. I mean, it could be longer than it is for presidency, but for God's sake, like if it's just going to be the same dudes. Well, it shouldn't. It shouldn't matter between the president or the Congress, or because there's a trio. The argument argument against. um, I mean, is the balance really there? Let's be honest. But the argument is is that you get a Congress, or you know, you just get you know a certain amount of people in Congress who are representing, you know, not it doesn't reflect kind of what their districts look like. They feel like if there's term limits, there's more of a chance for other people to get in and more, a more diverse Congress is kind of what their idea is. Yeah. I don't know. I think there's a lot to be said about, um, knowledge and age. And I think some of these guys that have been in there for a long time, they're good because they've had the experience of being in there for a long time. Now, some of them were shit to begin with, and they've always been shit, and they'll always be shit. Mm-hmm. Um, but, and those guys we would want to get rid of, but why can't you get rid of them then? Like, <laughs> why why is it such a problem to get rid of them? We should uh, hammer out some ideas and come up with the hog party. Yeah. And have that actually put on ballots and stuff like that for Utah. <laughs> yeah. It's it's tough because we could. Uh, it's our right to do that. We could totally do that if we wanted to. Yeah, we could. It's it's tough because I can see both sides. Like limits would be good for getting some of these career politicians out of there. But I at mean, the same time, the whole democratic process should get them out of there. And why aren't you voting against them? Like if a socialist I mean, was able to get elected in New I York, mean, they're they're using spending almost no money. I don't think any other place has an excuse. The argument is they're using their office and kind of you know. I mean, and gerrymandering and stuff like that to keep themselves in power is the argument. And it's just a ridiculously high, you know, re-election rate. But if that's the case, then you should be able to point that out and it would fall apart. Um, I don't think it's always the case. I I think they represent the people more than the people think. I think the people just think that they are... There's the vocal few and the silent... Exactly. The silent majority. majority. And the problem, it's just like the guy who went on like a 30-page rant about... My experience was this in the UK. I'm really surprised that the Labor Party got absolutely crushed. And it's like, really? No one else is surprised? Because that guy's a fucking moron. It's like, it just, and not that Boris is, you know, he, it's weird. He kind of looks like Trump. It's really bizarre. (laughs) There's a lot of comparisons (laughs) between the two. Yeah, both crazy hair, old white dudes with like blonde. Um, But uh, from what I have read behind the scenes is the majority of the world views Trump as uh, an idiot puppet type of thing. And they view Boris Johnson as 
a an intelligent person who's pretending to be unintelligent to get votes from a certain demographic. Yeah, and see, that seems like a really pretentious take. Oh, though, I know. Because it's like, well, they're not smart enough. And it's like, well, if you're so smart, how come you're losing? It's like, because you're not that fucking smart. But again, I, Jesus I, do, Christ. I, mean, I do agree with Craig that if we're going to do politics, we should have our own channel for that our own podcast for I, that. I, I think after dark is an inappropriate i, I, but I, I think it would be after dark is a great is a great is it okay it's not a great place to argue about politics but because it's not kind of the idea behind the channel but when you guys yeah. don't fucking ask us advice yeah we're just fucking start, ask us questions and ask for advice we don't want to make pieces of we don't want to make asses of ourselves online like craig and cameron once, and i do but craig doesn't no so. i don't i, I hate well, it i mean i don't and mind then once talking you, about stuff once but you like, come once out you, like twice just immediately devolves the cast where we have nothing focused into an immediate political landscape of just fucking political podcast and i just i just don't like it yeah, but That's once you come out is. with a certain well political Greg, you know view. we could do your thing you know and just you and know. just uh and just espouse and 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 aim at nothing once you come you out know. with a certain political meaning no you do aim online, at nothing craig you, the whole keeping up on keeping up it. Hey, that's, that's that's just for funsies. That's man. not setting a goal so that you never fail. That's that's not what I'm talking about. What no, I, that's not like what you're fucking, talking about. But. when we when we bitch about stuff, then it's fine. Like when you bitch about the Costco eggs, and it's fine. But like when you immediately just go to politics. Well, but we're bitching you, though because you can't because you can't think of something else to bitch about. That's the most important thing to bitch about. This is like a half hour show, generally. And then like immediately whenever we talk about politics, it immediately becomes like an hour long thing. Well, we've done that. We've done hour long episodes for a while. And it's done it multiple times. Hey, hey, what we should do is create a, uh, a political podcast or news type podcast and just call it the hog party. And that's where we can, uh, I mean... It, it, it's what time for another podcast, That's, right? But yeah. but I like the idea of the hog party. Yeah, not even if we make it our own party. But I've thought about doing that, but it's tough because I I don't know exactly what I'd want to do. I mean, if we did a podcast, we'd actually have to be up to date in current events. And I'd ad- I'd advocate for my own kingship. So. That's what I want. Yeah, but you wouldn't want to be involved, so you would, it would just it would be terrible because you don't want to talk about anything that's important. Well, I mean, literally all I'd want is just to be king, so. Yeah, I mean, that's, I don't know. Good luck with that, Craig. It'd be pretty sweet. Would it? Yeah, it would. So you being king would be sweet. Yeah, it would. What would you do as a king? Mm, Execute people. Who would you execute? En masse. So your reign will be in blood. It will be, yeah. Do you even know who you're executing? Mm, anyone I have on a whim. All right. <laughs> well, so Craig's a what, you're a totalitarian monster. Yeah, yeah it's going to take like a group of people to to take me down. I need it to be a group. All, so you're going to have a pretty, yeah. I need it. I need it. I need it. Like I need it set up like like a fantasy book, you know, where like no. there, there's got to be like a team to take me out. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think that'll be most everyone. It'll but, just right. like my my uh, <laughs> my reign will be in blood until like I get ended violently. It'll be sweet. Yeah. Well, there you go. So Craig wants to be Hitler, and then, and, and then, uh, like, no, no, well, no. I mean, the when world, you're, when you're the world king, will be better for it. You're like, just after a I'm done. It's, you have to compare him to other monarchs. It's the worst monarch ever. Well, like Henry the Eighth, maybe Henry the Eighth. 
No, I just gotta give the world like uh, you know a, a natural enemy so that they all come together. And, oh, and, and then so help it's each other for the greater out. good. So, so it's the greater good. I'm gonna I'm gonna commit evil on mass, become the world's enemy, and then well, and then die, and then the world will be better for it. Uh, see, I don't know because that's happened before, and the world's not necessarily better. No, for no, it. no. See, because like that only happened on a smaller scale. I'm gonna commit it on a larger. I don't scale. know if World War Two was a. Small I'm gonna commit scale. world genocide. All right, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> That's what I want. So cut back the world population back to a sustainable level? Yeah. Without destroying the world economy at the same time? Oh, yeah. Okay. So leave a B? Is that... No. Because it's already sustainable, but... Mm, I mean, I mean, totally is. If we if it wasn't sustainable, we wouldn't have... I'll slim it down a little bit. If it bit, wasn't no. sustainable, we wouldn't have but more by, fat people than by starving sustainable, people. By I'd sustainable, say maybe like... I meant 20%. we use the resources at a rate where it's not they're not going to deplete certain stores in X amount of years. I mean, we're, if like if we do switch to green energy, then yeah. Well, we've been telling we thought we were going to run out of oil decades ago, and then we found more ways to make it. Fracking. That's the thing. Yeah, but fracking's not honestly. Everyone has this idea that fracking is terrible. It's really not. But whatever. Do your research, which means do the research that I did that gave me my conclusion. <laughs> and that's the research. Any other research is wrong. Such a cunt phrase. Do yeah. your research. Jesus Christ. So, Oh, so search exactly what you just said so that I can pull up exactly what you just spewed, what you just threw up. God. Really, though. Really, though. Regurgitation. We're doing fine, Craig. We have more fat people than hungry people. That's never happened before in the history of our species, Craig. Millions but of it years. Would be, it would be never even more though. Never. If we were missing a fifth of the population, <laughs> we would be even fatter. Yeah, we would be. It would be even <laughs> better. Craig imagines a world in his own image. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're not fat enough, Schweiss. I don't think you understand. You're starving. It could be, it could be better. <laughs> You're That's starving, Schweiss. You're starving in my eyes. <laughs> yeah, you're not quite. You're not quite there. Yeah, we were supposed to meet at what like. 320 or some shit. It's meet in the middle. It's where. No, it was like. Yeah, I think it was like 330 is where we were yeah. supposed to meet. Are you still trying to go. I'm getting closer. I'm nearing that faster than Craig is. What are you at now? <sighs> Dude. Where are you at now? <sighs> Just under 240. <laughs> I'm getting. I'm trying. I'm, I'm, I can't. I can't keep it up, Craig. I, I mean, you could. Uh, in a I world where I actually. Where in a world where I actually weigh less than twice. That's. Yeah. It's kind of poetic. Yeah. Love it. Even if just a little. But you're you're still like two inches taller than me, so. Um so you how uh, so I'm how not, far I'm under two forty are like you? Thanos. Just barely. Uh, like, like nothing. Like two thirty nine? Yeah. Okay. I don't so give I'm, a shit about, I'm about balance. I'm about ten pounds lighter than you. Yeah. And you have so really you're about thirty pounds lighter than me. Because each inch gives you ten pounds. Oh, you know what? what? I would eliminate the poor. <laughs> I'm going to go Sim City. <laughs> Dude, I did uh, it. Uh, I, can't, gonna, I can't stop thinking about that utopia to, I made in Sim to, City, man. Are you going to execute the poor or are you going to give them money so they're no longer poor? He's going to make it well, so... If you give them money, you're going to devalue currency. He's going to make it I'm so unbearable them. for them to live there that they move. Yeah. yeah. But I'm going to put all... The, I'm going to put all... No, see, because I had no homeless. 
It might seem Those were kill on sites. Did you, did so. you do <laughs> what New York does and just pay for them to go live somewhere else? Just no, essentially what I'm going to do is I'm going to create like a giant slum. I don't know where. And then that's where all the poor people will be. They'll just all be They there. just took that Journey song like... A one-way so train you're gonna, going you're anywhere. Give them a, <laughs> so you're going to give them a state subsidized housing so they could go live in. Essentially, yeah. I well, don't know. I don't know where I'm going to put them. Though. Well, then they're still poor, though. Maybe still, Jersey. Well, yeah, they might as well live there. Yeah. So they, New Is York actually Jersey? does that. No, so it, it's just the thing. Like it, the people accuse states of doing it all the time, but oh yeah, Utah's been accused of doing that. Yeah. So it's just, they. Uh, so they don't have to deal with a humanitarian problem or just that problem during months where it's unhospitable to live outside though the the thing is they'll buy them a ticket to go live somewhere during those months type of thing and it's just i guess rumors and i guess proof of it keeps getting thrown around yeah it's funny I that that's i think recently i i if i have to go look up that news article again we're I think Jersey was complaining of New York doing California's that. complained about Utah doing that but it's like well you guys i mean i could see why you get mad cuz you already generate so many of your own I mean, there's there's a good amount of them now in Salt Lake City. Yeah, sad to see. Yeah, but also, you know, I have seen what Utah tries to do for the homeless. Like, my mom at one point did work in you know that uh, that sector, you know, to yeah. provide. Yeah, you know, there's tons of stuff and tons of funding. At least <sighs> not in, everyone will do in it. In Provo, yeah. where it goes into not only just giving them something to eat, but a place to sleep. Um, psychologists to, to sit down and talk you know to talk to them and to you know help them um yeah. free haircuts free dentistry um like all sorts of programs yeah, to, yeah, to yeah. try to help them to get back out there and start making money and rejoin society oh, they don't and want some to. of them use some of them do use that but some of them just don't want to do that they want to live the way they want to live and some of them can't that's a that's a hard thing that's why homeless is such a homelessness is such a hard problem i don't know if they can no i think there's a certain set of people that are not mentally capable of living in society so should they just live on the street then or i don't should know they be provided i don't know that's the thing i don't know what to do most of the homeless that i've met have just like only wanted to beg for money because they get decent amounts of money doing it and then just smoke and drink all day yeah until they die that's which is that's want. that's what i'm saying those are the people they don't they're not capable of living in society because they're they're what they want out of life isn't isn't like it doesn't fit into the mold of what you need to do to live as a normal person. But I'm not Which just saying fine. that they don't want to take it. Because one time I was walking um, to the the facility that my mom was working at because I was doing stuff to help her. I was walking to it. And I was talking to a guy at a crosswalk who was leaving it. And I was talk- just talking to him like... You know, he was, you know, an individual. He's like, well, why aren't you going to stay here tonight? It's getting late. He's like, oh, because they won't let me do blah, blah, blah there, drink there. And so I'm, I'm not going to stay there. So he was refusing to use the facility just because it would inhibit the way he wants to go live. Yeah. Yeah. And there's a certain And there's a point to in, in me. I'm like, you know, people have the right to do what they want to do as long as it doesn't, you know, infringe on people's other people's rights yeah and then we have the and that's why it's such a political issue is because there's so many different aspects of it that you know one size doesn't fit all it can't it can't fit all there's so many different reasons why people are homeless it's it's difficult to and that's why no one can handle it properly like even utah can't handle it properly california certainly can't handle it properly i mean they have like fucking infectious diseases breaking out of these homeless camps out there like typhus like what the fuck 
Who the fuck gets typhus? Well, Californian homeless people, apparently. Is it just like, do we provide them a place to live the way they want to live more cleanly? Or Yeah, cause that, and then at what rate does it, what does that look like? Because if you give someone that's... Because then that's just socialist housing where we're just giving places you know to live. For them to I don't, trash. I don't right? know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. I have to look into it. Do yeah. I want to give them a place? I sure do. Um, Will I would, it help them? That's the question. But is that solving the problem? And like, who's? Is it our right to tell them, "Hey, you're a plague to our society. Get out." Or is it our place to say, "Hey, you're a plague to our society. Please, you know, reform." Yeah. Here's the path to do so. If well, someone wants to live the way they I mean, want to live, we have programs for them. And if people want the help, they go seek the help. But if they don't want to, then they just yeah. And that's the thing. Just a yeah. drain. Like that's that's all they are, and that's all they're ever going to be. Like, yeah. They're not going to change, and I can the, see the, the gleam value. in Craig's eyes. I can, as he's yeah. imagining his uh, his kingship of what he's yeah. going to do. A bunch I, of flayed homeless people. God, Craig, it would be pretty steaming sweet. in the cool morning. I would organize <laughs> bum fights. Whoever, yeah, whoever lives Blood gets sports. to be king bum, and his reign can be challenged at any time. <laughs> He gets all the alcohol and all the oh. all the toothless. Let's bring back blood sports, you guys. I, you Fucking know, I want, agree. I want to see some blood sports. We might as well, given <laughs> the, the, the like, may as well. We have a lot of people. We can a lot of people with nothing to lose. Like, I mean, they'd get their beer and cigarettes if they won. Exactly. I mean, how many of them? It's fucking fantastic. I would buy idea. beer would you, and cigarettes would you force to them to fight, oh, yeah. or would you give them the choice to fight? They're, they're you know, they're, they're, they're the well, voluntary I mean, gladiators. I would say that it's uh, it would be voluntary, but I'd make it really appealing. Craig would make it if uh, it would be ideal. You couldn't refuse. Yeah, making uh, making them offer they can't refuse. Exactly. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> that's that's a great idea. I like that a lot. Bump All right, fights. do you have anything else we need to bitch about? No, I think that's we should probably stop now before we get too too much yeah further into trouble. This is what, this is the reason why hear we should about uh, my bump fights. not do it on this podcast. I don't know, man. Do you really want to ruin another show with craziness, <laughs> or just create a show that's terrible? Yeah, it's just terrible, and like, like we, we just say so. we just say the worst things possible. Yeah, if we don't already do. That. Oh yeah, the videos would definitely be on pay per view. Yeah, be like another form of taxes. Be fantastic. Uh, the the sensitizing of the American youth. That's right. Blood just, sport, dude. Everybody's desensitized anyway. Yeah, fortunately. to a degree. Some more than others. Yeah, I mean, obviously, I wouldn't allow weapons. What about like broken bottles? No, it's because that would be a weapon. Oh. there would be. I I think that like. For criminals, though, I would allow weapons. Okay, only I would. I would allow. I would allow, allow so, weapons uh, in the criminal. What about the uh, world of blood uh, sports? What about the world of uh, was it gamer or whatever Gerard Butler was in? Where yeah, the yeah, I think that was gamer. Yeah, yeah. What about it? Would you do that with them? I mean, if the technology was there, then hell yeah. <laughs> I would Very allow nice. bums to sign up for that too. Yeah. Yeah. Get your cigarettes, unlimited cigarettes and beer for whoever wins. Fuck yeah, dude. I'll even pay for their hookers. <laughs> yeah, they're toothless, homeless women as well. I'll give them. Because they deserve, they, they deserve jobs in they this get, new world. They, they'll get some of that pay-per-view money, man. That's right, yeah. Yeah. Everyone gets a cut. I'm not, I'm not completely evil. Yeah, just mostly. <laughs> I'm generous in a way. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, thanks, guys, for hanging out. Uh, That's going to be it for After Dark, and we'll see you guys uh, next week.
Just gone on ignoring. Don't believe in yourself. Believe in me. 